0: Hey Siri, what fantasy sports podcast should I listen to? Beast the Odds, fantasy sports and sports investing with your host, 12-time DFS champion qualifier and counting five-time MLB Fantasy Pros HR champion, back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back years. Highest-rated NFL Fantasy Pros Expert MVP seasons in Peyton Manning 2013, Matt Ryan 2016, Tom Brady 2017. Highest-rated NBA Fantasy Pros Expert Rookie seasons, Damian Lillard, Anthony Davis, Andre Drummond,
1: Mantra Thomas.
0: Beast the odds. Fantasy sports and sports investing with your host... 12-time DFS champion qualifier and counting five-time MLB Fantasy Pros HR champion. Back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back years. Highest-rated NFL Fantasy Pros expert MVP seasons in Peyton Manning 2013, Matt Ryan 2016, Tom Brady 2017. Highest rated NBA Fantasy Pro's expert rookie seasons. Damian Lillard, Anthony Davis, Andre Drummond, Mantra Thomas. It's March 2nd, 2020. Beast the, Beast the Odds. Beast the Odds. Beast the Odds. Joined once again by the chosen one, Joel Israel. Joel, how was that Lakers-Pelicans game?
1: Amazing, right?
0: Amazing. You're calling Lonzo Ball being really the guy... That's gonna do well in that series. He had a huge, almost triple double.
1: Yeah, he he was fantastic. That was the, the Lonzo Ball the Lakers thought they drafted, right? The one that they took over, Jason
0: Tatum, Donovan Mitchell. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, he he the way he pushed the ball tonight and set the pace and like those long passes that he was throwing. I mean, he one of them he looked like Peyton Manning out there. Yeah.
0: They were all on the money. That yeah, one to Drew Holiday. That is, one to yeah. Drew Holiday. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: he really put that on the money. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's he's special with
1: uh, that. Yeah, I know a few NFL scouts that started taking notes there.
0: How much can he uh, run the 440? Four, or The 40-yard the, the dash?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Probably at a 4-4. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, well, let's go with the full-court press where we cover every NBA game. On this Monday slate, we have a total of seven games. We're going to do it from the backwards forwards. We're going to start the nighttime, the San Antonio Spurs hosting the Indiana Pacers. Joel, there's no LaMarcus Aldridge. They just lost Jacob Hurdle. So it's really DeMar DeRozan who's running the show. So, Joel, I'm going to ask you right away. Do you see DeRozan having a strong game against Indiana?
1: Oh, you know what? I really want to see happen for DeRozan, What's and that? I mean this in the best way. What's that? I want to see him sprain his ankle.
0: Well, why would you say such a thing? Because
1: the Spurs deserve to tank, and they are too proud to do it. And if DeMar DeRozan sprains his ankle, it'll be the best thing to ever happen to the whole team. First of all, the talent on the roster is sitting on the end of the bench Lonnie Walker, Keldon Johnson. Derek White even, you know, these guys should be starting and they should be playing heavy minutes because they need to develop these guys. Keldon Johnson was the best player on Kentucky last year. And he, he's probably the guy, that when you looked at that Kentucky roster last year, that translated the best into the NBA. He, they need to start playing him a little. They, the only reason why he doesn't play is because he he's on the Spurs.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You're making it sound like the Spurs are a team playing for a draft pick, which is the case. They, they are. To to they the are field. not going to make the it. playoffs. Yeah, they're out of it. So now yeah. it's time to tank. But can Greg Popovich really afford to do that in his career?
1: Um. Yeah, because the the better the pick they get, the better the player they get, the better the team they will be in the long run. This, okay. is, this is an important year for them. They need to recognize what part. Of the development their team is in right now because they are not in championship mode.
0: Okay, so if the Spurs were to lose this game, it seems like Sabonis has been the catalyst of the Pacers offense. Do you see him having a strong game against guys like Lyles and Ebanks?
1: Uh Eubanks is not gonna stop Sabonis, that's for sure. I think that this is a, this is a great game to invest in DeMontis Sabonis, that's for sure. Um How's Victor been? He, he's Is he still struggling? Uh, he's been
0: off and on. He's right. been missing games. But right. he did
1: look, look nice in his last game before the ankle injury. Right. Well, I mean, this is the game where you want Oladipo and DeRozan going head-to-head. Right? That's the primetime matchup here in theory. Yeah. I That's mean, what they're going to sell tickets with.
0: Brogdon and TJ Warren have been doing nice. So they have a lot of options. So. Yeah. Going over all this, are we both on board that the Pacers are going to pull pa- Pacers off? Pacers
1: should win this game. I, I hope for the sake of the Spurs that the Pacers win this game.
0: Yeah, if DeRozan doesn't do it, it's really just going to be a cabbage patch group of performances.
1: Right, I totally agree there. And I, I you know what, For the I hope that DeRozan isn't a Spur next year too. I'm just going to say that. Right I now. saw a rumor that he's not going to
0: demand a lot
1: on the open market next year as a free agent. Why? Because he's depressed or I don't something? I, I, don't don't know. Know. I don't know. I feel yeah. like he's always like talking about his depression.
0: That is true, but the guy is a superstar talent. Maybe he'll end up with the Lakers. Right, right. Chicago Bulls hosting the Dallas Mavericks. We're now almost a month removed from the All-Star game in Chicago. Yes, we are. We always got to point back to that. Luca missed the last game against Minnesota. Uh, Probably for rest purposes, he'll be back in this one. Joel, do we see an automatic triple-double from Luca in this one?
1: Ooh. Probably. You know, he's leading the league with 13 triple-doubles this year, which is shocking to me because that seems low since— Russell Westbrook plays in the NBA still.
0: Did LeBron tie it tonight? I believe. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah I guess yeah, he did. Yeah, That's right, so, right. So but I didn't. I didn't.
1: I looked at that statistic before yeah, him. Yeah. Isn't that a shocking statistic though? Yeah, 13, West- thirteen triple doubles doesn't is not enough. No, Westbrook was getting them every night last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, and the year before that year too before when, that when he won as the as well. MVP. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, what did he have like? 50 60 triple doubles I out of know, the year or something like but
0: that. But does end up with like a lot of 27 8 9 like 9 and 9. Sure, 10, sure. Yeah, the, still, yeah. but but
1: the, that's not a triple it's double. It's not. It's not. That's why they's only there's only been 13 of them. But you know when it comes to the Mavericks, the last time I checked they were in 7th place.
0: Yeah, they're definitely holding on to that playoff spot. They're playing well. Porzingis is playing out of his mind. Right, like which
1: is about time because you know he he he's like he come, he's come back from that injury. He's adjusting to a new team. There's a lot, like, you need to give him time to, de- to develop and get comfortable within this new team, this new offense. And I think now is a good time. There's no excuses. Like, he, if he was playing bad now, they would have to consider trading him. Well, the,
0: the thing is, they actually are out of the playoff race. It looks like pretty much. Oh, wow. They, they oh, are wait, officially. wait, wait, I'm wait. I'm sorry. I'm okay, sorry. Okay, yeah, that's. that's there we go. There in we 2018, go. 2018, they were out of the right. playoff Right, yeah, see, race. they're still in
1: seventh. <laughs> They're still in seventh, although they're also almost tied for fifth. But I mean, there's so much hype around the Mavericks because of Doncic right now, and you think of them as a better team than seventh place. I think I think they're underachieving actually for for all the hype. Especially in the beginning of the year, they were looking like maybe they could be the third or fourth best team in the West. Hey, making
0: the playoffs is good enough for Dallas after the Sure, especially downfall. in
1: the Western Conference. Yeah,
0: yeah. All right, so we like Luca Porzingis. He should dominate Wendell Carter. Right,
1: yeah. Felicio, if they throw It's nice to have Carter back for the Bulls.
0: Yeah, he's playing limited minutes right Right. now. It's really been the Zach Levine show. Kobe White has been hot off the bench. Let me ask you, Joel, Dorian Finney-Smith will probably be guarding Zach Levine. Is that going
1: to limit Zach Levine? Ooh, probably not. I, I don't think there's a defensive player in the league that can limit Zach Levine anymore. But you know what? Well since we're talking about the Bulls now, we brought up Kobe White. Sorry, Kobe White. I uh, I think we should start a Twitter following that, that like a, a start Kobe White hashtag. It's time. The other night, and you know what's interesting, too, because they're playing, you know, I I always make fun of Sadoransky because I hate him, but they're actually going with that three-guard lineup of Kobe White, Zach Levine, and Sadoransky playing at the same time. It's shocking to me because, you know, Sadoransky, at the end of the day, is taking away from Otto Porter.
0: Well, Porter's coming back. Right. So that'll change. But in the end, Kobe White still plays 30 plus minutes off the bench. I don't think it right. matters if he starts. Or yeah, anything. I
1: mean, yeah. But at the same time, hashtag start Kobe White hashtag he's
0: too good to come off the
1: bench yeah hashtag he's going for 30 every game for like the last three out of five or
0: something like that hashtag do we both like the Mavericks in this one to get the
1: W all right I gotta stop saying hashtag. <laughs> Ma- Mavericks can- they better get the W they can't afford to lose especially against a team like Chicago's right claim for
0: a playoff spot right all right, so we're both on Dallas. we both like Indiana. Let's go to Atlanta. We're going to Trey Young's territory, the Bird's Nest, hosting the Memphis Grizzlies. It's really been the Jonas Valanciunas show since both uh, Brandon Clark and Jaron Jackson have gone down. Joel, I'm going to ask you, Jonas Valanciunas, 15-15, and 15, over or under?
1: I'd say he hits that. that, especially against the Hawks. That's a good call. Uh, Morant. Versus Trey Young, this is this is an exciting matchup for young point guards. What do you think? Each of them score 30, come up with like seven, eight assists. Yeah,
0: because if Trey Young plays too tough a defense on Morant, he's going to get in foul trouble. Trey
1: Young is not a great defender. Well, come he's on, he's going to get on. in foul
0: trouble. Oh, oh that's what you're saying. Yeah, so yeah. if he tries to play defense, yeah.
1: Morant's going to eat him alive. And he's
0: going to like dri- hit him on the arm driving right. by.
1: I think this is an important matchup for NBA lovers, though, because you, you the guy who wins this matchup – it it really it shows where they're at in their careers. Well, you gotta imagine Trey's a heavy favorite at home to win the matchup. Sure, he definitely plays better at home. Those those half court threes go in more when he's at home. I
0: actually saw a stat that he has as many uh, three pointers made from thirty five feet than Steph does in the last two years.
1: Uh, that's a great statistic. <laughs> I, I don't. I I mean if they want to go in a shootout, who are you taking though?
0: I'm taking Trey. I mean,
1: over Steph Curry. Oh, oh I
0: thought we were talking about okay, John. So, oh no, yeah, definitely yeah, 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 young yeah, 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 over him. Shootout. I mean, yeah, young, no, yes, that's, young, that's got yeah. You.
1: Yeah. No yeah I, I'm not, I'm not betting against Steph Curry in a shootout against anybody. Maybe Reggie Miller, but probably not.
0: Hey, Clay Thompson beat him in the three point shootout. Oh, who cares? <laughs>
1: he probably gave it to him NBA so they could stay for weekend. Yeah. It yeah. kind of
0: felt like that. Back yeah. in the day. So anyways, uh, so it looks like John Morant, he should have his way. Dylan Brooks, he's got the green light to shoot whenever he wants. Is there anyone else on on Memphis Sorry, Memphis, that has you excited in this matchup?
1: Not not particularly. Although, you know what is exciting, though, for the Atlanta Hawks, is that they are officially committed to playing Reddish and Hunter and Huerta. Sorry, Kevin Huerta. 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 <laughs> All at the same time. Uh, even John Collins, you could put them in. It, it's basically like playing four forwards. Yeah, it's a good lineup. I yeah, like they're it. They're big, they're long, but they don't really have like a real center. And they're uncut. Yeah, they they could use a weight room. <laughs> yeah, I would love to introduce Reddish to um, a bench press. <laughs>
0: Personal training at LA Fitness yeah, you, could it help him with that.
1: that could, you, you ever <laughs> see you ever see Kevin Durant trying to do the bench press at the NBA Combine? He's like he's like 17 years old, right? Right. And he, it's like the most pathetic thing to watch in the world. He can like barely lift the bar. They like because you know the the average weight that they put 225 on, and he couldn't do that. He couldn't do one. So they like took it off and they like basically got to the bar and Kevin Durant's just like struggling to lift this thing, like to get his arm straight. It's a hilarious video. Anyways, I, I don't think Cam Reddish is that bad, but the, look, this team has some developing to do, but they, they have a lot of potential. I think they should be excited about their their players. Hopefully, they can start winning in the next two years, and not the next four.
0: Yeah, it seems like they're building themselves to be the Warriors without the three-point shooting. The small right, ball but
1: without... but no, I mean, I mean, where to? How do you say his name? Herter. Herter, right? I, I keep. To, I'm used to the Spanish language for for yeah, Huter, um, Huter, reddish. Even Hunter, those are three-point shooters.
0: Well, I mean, Cam's not the greatest three-point shooter. Hunter is shooting a lot of no, 3 but Reddish,
1: No, but Reddish isn't a, the best three-point shooter today. That's a rookie statistic. He's a shooter. Okay. That his, his game is based off being able to shoot a jump shot, and oh. he, they, it's built around Let's that.
0: talk about a real fancy option here in John Collins. Will he just be able to get by Jonas Valanciunas with his speed all day?
1: Uh, this is a tough matchup for him. I actually think size and strength, beats skill in this matchup for sure especially because Valentinus is playing so well that I mean if you're the Hawks on offense you want Valentinus away from the basket so you're gonna bring John Collins away from it but I mean this is a tough matchup for him right
0: yeah it's really just gonna be Trey Young trying I to get this home W
1: I agree so in
0: the end do you have a clear-cut favorite
1: yeah I, I think Oof, this Nah, not really. I don't want you there. I think this is a tough game either. to call. I, I, I'm going to go with the Hawks. I know I was, the Grizzlies need this win more than anything, but. And they just beat the Lakers. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But that was about some Twitter beef, apparently. You hear about that? No nah, way. Morant came out and said some random guy just like Twitter beefed him. Like some random schmo off the street got on Twitter, called him a joke, and Morant took it like really personal. And that's what motivated him to go out and have such a great game oh, against the Lakers. The,
0: the tweet was: "Is don't ever compare Jaw right. Morant to Zion when Jaw put up like a 12.5 assist game. Don't compa- compare this scrub to Zion. Right. And then he beat right. the Lakers.
1: Very critical thing to say, Jaw Morant.
0: Yeah. Shows our generation.
1: I feel like Jaw has been comparing himself to Zion since they were like 15 years old, anyways. So right. that it probably led to a lot of him taking it so personal.
0: Yeah. Hopefully they play together on the same team yeah, in the yeah. NBA.
1: Yeah, the, no. Actually, I think the Pelicans are good. You know, you you made a prediction that the Pelicans are going to make the playoffs, and I have to admit, although I like, I said the Grizzlies the other day, I've been, I've been really soaking up what you said, and I totally agree with you. I think the Pelicans are going to make the playoffs now. Yeah. They good. they also have the easiest schedule. They play they play the Pelicans play less playoff currently in the playoffs playoff teams. Than any of the other squads that are like the Kings, the Grizzlies, even the Mavericks. They all they are all playing tougher schedules than what the Pelicans have coming up. And they're playing better than they played all season. Zion is a huge difference for them. Huge difference. He's unstoppable. Right.
0: We'll keep going. No clear-cut winner. We both like the Hawks, but we're not gonna put that on sure. the main parlay. Sure. All right, we got a big NBA playoff matchup that will happen. The Miami Heat hosting the Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis who also is going with some Twitter beef himself right as James Harden was saying oh if I was uh, seven feet tall I could just run and dunk I actually have to learn some skill then put up 40 points 20 boards six assists now he goes up against the heat in Miami Joel do you see Giannis having a big repeat performance
1: I really do I this is a this is a great game for him He's so much bigger and stronger than, like, Derrick Jones, and he's so much taller than a, uh, than Bam.
0: What about Jay Crowder? I don't a. care a. about Jay Crowder. This is
1: the MVP of the league we're talking about here.
0: After watching LeBron on Sunday, last, on Sunday night. They're not
1: going to give it to LeBron. You think they give the MVP to LeBron? I, I have to admit, I'm rooting for them to give the MVP to LeBron, but... It's like giving a it, – it's like giving a – th- there's a reason why they only gave Kobe one MVP. He was great every year, but they only gave him one MVP because giving it to him is it, – it takes away from the lore of the MVP.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, those assists that LeBron gets is just a whole other level.
1: I agree. And, and, and you also – I think that really putting him at the point guard as opposed to the small forward position Right, right. has just made LeBron even better. And I think they need to credit that into the decision-making as well. I mean, he's the best ball handler we have in this game. Yeah,
0: that was a big thing that Magic Johnson got LeBron to come over, to. Yeah, no,
1: and I I see why. I, I mean, I never really doubted it. I always knew he was such a great passer, but, I mean, it's really been a pleasure to watch.
0: So looking at the Bucks' offense, you know Giannis is going to do his thing, even though I see it being a tougher matchup, because there's going to be a lot of double teams, a lot of long defenders like Derek Jones. Yeah,
1: but when is there not double teams and long defenders on him? When and he he's longer Charlotte. than all of them. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> he's longer and bigger and stronger than all of them. It, this is a great game for him, actually. And the slower the game, the better Giannis should play, because it's more of a physical matchup, and that's when he... He is the best at that.
0: All right, how about Eric Bledsoe, Chris Middleton? Middleton's been off and on injured. He might not even play this game. Right, that's a tough call. You see either of them having nice games at all?
1: I mean, Middleton's so consistent, right? It's, I mean, let's let can we look at his stats real quick?
0: Over the last games before he was injured, he's right. I mean, it's just a shooter, twenty plus, no problem. Right.
1: Yeah, I mean he he's putting up he put up forty though that one day. Remember? Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah. That was two games ago.
0: That was when Giannis fouled right. out. Right.
1: And then he yes, but but at the same time he he put up twenty two the but next game. He
0: will have Jimmy Butler well, guarding him though. Right.
1: That yeah that's I agree with that which is something you have to take into consideration.
0: So Eric Bledsoe probably the leading candidate to be the number 2 guy behind Giannis in this one.
1: Uh yeah, I th- yeah, that's fair to say. I think Bledsoe's a lot better than Kendrick Nunn. He should he Bledsoe needs to dominate Kendrick Nunn. And this is also a matchup that could have can I could see these two teams playing in the playoffs. I'm not sure what their standings are at the moment other yeah, than the Milwaukee in the first. Yeah. But but I could easily see these two teams playing each other. Yeah, so in theory, they should play each other in the second round because the Heat are in fourth.
0: Yeah, we'll see. Uh, on the Miami side, it really seems to be a team ball approach. Right. Do you see anyone having a big game? Maybe Bam getting 15, Oof. 10, and 5 over under on that.
1: Well, I'll say this. Brooke Lopez on Bam is a tough matchup for Brooke Lopez. It's It's physical play is where Lopez has struggled his whole career. I could career. see Giannis just going to five in this situation. Right, right. Yeah, that's right. I, I, and and if, I'm, if I'm the Heat, i probably put Bam on Giannis because... Yeah, it's the only one that can guard him. Right. And the other thing is, like, if you want... The best way to stop Giannis is to make him shoot from the outside. And... Against Bam, that's going to be a big thing. Although it's going to be tough because no one drives the basket like Giannis does. Only LeBron. I guess. They,
0: they just got a double team, Bam and Jay Crowder, and body him up. And yeah, and I'm not
1: too worried about it. I see this is a this is a Giannis this is a Giannis game. I, I actually think it's a strength of his.
0: I see it going the other way. It's a tough one. It's not like this is. Against Charlotte. This is a playoff, oh, maybe championship. You act like calendar. the
1: only good game he's ever played is against Charlotte.
0: Hey, if I was seven feet tall, I could just run and jump down and dunk against Really? Because, you know, <laughs> you,
1: I can name five seven-feet-tall players that have literally done nothing. I think that was, that was such a discredit to any basketball player that has any skill whatsoever that's above six-foot-eight, what James Harden said.
0: How about Travis Knight, John Sally... Try and think of 7th, Eldon Campbell.
1: Okay, remember, <laughs> do you, you ever hear of Stefan Zimmerman? Okay, Stefan Zimmerman is huge, really highly ranked guy. UCLA offered him a scholarship after his freshman year. Went, out, went to UNLV, that was his first mistake. Okay, played one year at UNLV. Ho- he's like ho- 24 years old, by the way. He's still playing for in, somewhere in the MBDL.
0: Good hotel management program, by the way. Keep yeah, going. great, great <laughs> hotel
1: management program. That's probably what he's doing now. Anyways, Zimmerman was seven feet tall when he was like 14 years old. You know where that guy is now? Nowhere. You know Run, why? Because he's not dunking the ball left and right like Giannis is. It, it, how, how about? How about? Oh man. You you do you, you ever remember Alex Jacobson? He went to Arizona oh, yeah, yeah. when you went to Arizona. He actually right.
0: bounced the door at my house party. Right. Okay, so me, let me let me tell party. you a
1: story about so I used to play against Alex Jacobson like four times a year. And you know what? I punked that little bitch. Sorry.
0: We have we have kid listening.
1: Yeah, that's true. You. Well I, I made I made him my bitch. I I say <laughs> that in the most the nicest way possible because that was the softest little girl, he would, he, I would be guarding him. He was like seven foot one, easy. He and he would be trying to shoot the jumper. And I, I'm like five foot 11 in a, you know, with the water on top of my head. When I coming out of the shower, he had the, over a foot on me. All he had to do was post me up and back me down to the basket. And he couldn't do that. I think that was a, such a, a rude, I mean, what Harden said had more to do with every big man.
0: I understand. Then just Giannis. I feel you. All right, so for the winner of this game, I'm going to say undecided.
1: Why? Because the Heat are at home?
0: The Heat are at home. I believe they'll have a good game plan. Eric Spolster always has game plans. He'll probably have one for Giannis. Right. He'll be locked up.
1: But sometimes the Bucks just win automatically.
0: Are uh, they? Uh, I'm going to say They just, not they, they like
1: autopilot into a win.
0: I'm going to say not tonight. Really? Okay. I wouldn't even take it. I All wouldn't right. put you, any money on it. It's
1: a tough game because it's really tough to bet against the Heat at home. This is a game not to bet on.
0: Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll okay. we agree there. All right. All right. We're going to Cleveland. LeBron's old team. Maybe that's the best thing they're known for these days. Andre Drummond putting up a monster line in his last game. Now goes up against Rudy Gobert and the Utah Jazz. Let's just focus on that matchup right away since both those guys are borderline all-stars. Gobert right. and Drummond. Do you see either of them having solid games in this one?
1: Um, oof, that's a tough question. I, I think Gobert will have a better game than Drummond. I actually think Gobert is really underrated as a player. Well, we it seems like the Jazz
0: just don't even give him the ball on the offense Well, anymore. But
1: that's not where he makes his living. He's not – you don't run the ball through him. You don't run the offense through him, I should say. But, I mean,
0: look, he's shooting the ball eight, four times a game back. Like, the guy's
1: basically useless.
0: You might as well call him Alex Jacobson at this uh, point. Yeah.
1: But I mean, how many rebounds does he get in the game?
0: I mean, it's not much, you know. He's right. Not, he's I not mean, double digits in his last four. Okay. So he's struggling.
1: Yeah, he's he's actually playing. His, he's confidence he, is low. You know what I you know what I meant to, to talk about on the last uh, last episode? What's that? Is that Mike Conley was is one of the most disappointing players this year? Hey,
0: he's starting to pick it up a little bit. Though.
1: I I hope so. But they I I'm not, I'm gonna be honest with you. I feel like they actually got worse. With Conley than when they had Rubio.
0: Yeah, I mean they they seem at their best when Dom and Mitchell's running the show. Sure, sure, but but the
1: truth is is they really need some help. They need help. They need more. They got Clarkson coming off the bench. That was a good trade because they really need some bench play. Speaking of that, he's going up against his old
0: team in Cleveland. Right.
1: I don't think he has an emotional attachment to Cleveland. I think he has an emotional attachment to the Lakers.
0: All right, I agree with you on that.
1: I'll say, I, 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 The best day that Jordan Clarkson ever had was that him getting traded out of Cleveland, right? Can you
0: name the two players that played with both LeBron, James, and Kobe?
1: At the same time?
0: No, different times, but both on the Lakers. They were on the Lakers. Ooh,
1: it's hard. It, oh, wait, so. They the, were on
0: the Lakers with Kobe, and, and then, then they played with LeBron and
1: Cleveland. The, in Cleveland. In the, on the. Ooh, this is tough off the top of my head, and you know we don't have an hour to. Yeah, but you caught me off guard. Because they're
0: both in the same game. It's both Jordan Clarkson and Larry Nance.
1: Larry Nance never played with LeBron James.
0: He played with them on Cleveland. No. Yeah, I and mean, he was on that championship team. The
1: Larry ch- Nance was on the championship team? Yeah, the trade was no. Clarkson no.
0: and Nance that went to the Lakers, went to Cleveland. They went to Cleveland together. No, they did not yes, play on that team. Did. No, they did I, not. Th-
1: no, they did I not. Th- no, they I not. guarantee you. No, Anyways. they did not. Anyways. I, I'm t- you know what? Look it up All right, right we're, now. We're, we're gonna I, this is a pause. hard no. We're just going to put on pause. Yeah, we're putting it on pause, but hard no. All right, so it turns out we just looked it up, and I was wrong. On a technicality, they probably played like twenty games with together.
0: Hey, but that's enough. It was during the trade deadline. Anyway, sure, sure, sure. Anyway, so going back to this game, Cleveland really not playing for anything, but it doesn't seem like Utah is really that impressive of a team. Do you see Utah? How do you see them scoring? Well, they're like in fifth right
1: now in the Western Conference. It doesn't really look
0: like that strong of a roster. It's just it, it, a bunch on of on paper, role but but
1: they play well as a team. That's true. They it's a good point. They, they they fit. The pieces fit well enough. They don't. They need something. They need a few more pieces to win a championship. But this team is is better than they look on paper, and they've been better than they look on paper for like three years now. You have to remember the craziest thing that ever happened to them was losing Gordon Hayward, and they they took a rookie. In Donovan Mitchell and built their whole team around a rookie right after losing Hayward turned out to be, like, the best thing ever for them. Yeah,
0: turned out to be a better Gordon Hayward. Yeah,
1: (laughs) although Gordon Hayward's looking pretty good now.
0: He's looking good, but he's playing more of a role-player role. Right,
1: right, right.
0: Anyway, so, yeah, Cleveland really not playing for anything. Do you see Utah stealing this game on the road?
1: Yeah, yeah, this Cleveland isn't playing for anything. I think that when you go back to the Rudy gobert Drummond matchup, the fact that the Cleveland Cavaliers aren't playing for anything is going to add into the equation of who's going to play better, too. Right. So.
0: Avoid them both, though, in daily fantasy. Yeah.
1: But how about Kevin Love?
0: Uh, two, He only plays like 25, 27 minutes. Yeah, he's a like, game. just trade me, right? Yeah, <laughs> for real. He's like, wait, LeBron's not here anymore? Yeah.
1: He's still, he's still he just got out of his depression as well. He <laughs> can't, he just figured that out.
0: Maybe him and DeRozan team up.
1: Maybe he's depressed because he's in Cleveland.
0: i the weather probably doesn't help. Yeah. All right, let's go to the sunniest place in Florida. I made that up. Orlando hosting the Portland Trailblazers. No Damian Lillard still, but CJ McCollum has been an absolute superstar. Looking at the Magic, Joel, do you see CJ McCollum continuing continuing that stardom?
1: Man, the Magic are my favorite team in the East.
0: Oh, yeah? Why is that?
1: I just, uh, I like them. I like Fultz. So I like... Aaron Gordon, I like Vukovic. I like – even Fournier, I like – even though I hate watching him shoot out of all the other guys. And, you, you know, who who's the guy that got hurt again that that's, like, eight feet tall and eight feet long and, like, in every direction? Uh, What's uh, his name? Jesus.
0: Um, He's sick. not in the lineup, so I can't – Jonathan think. Isaac. Yes, John,
1: I like Jonathan Isaac. I, I love Fultz. I think watching his redemption season is great.
0: Terrence Ross had a huge game yeah, in I, his last game.
1: Terrence Ross – doesn't he every time when he looks when he's on he looks like an all star? Oh yeah, and he his game is so clean. Yeah, he he's like and then but like why isn't he better?
0: It's inconsistent coming I off know, the bench. I I don't
1: get it. Sometimes I'm like, yo, this guy's going to be an all-star one day. And then I'm like, this guy's terrible. He would be a better starter so he can just, like,
0: have that I momentum agree. after I shooting agree. around before the he, game.
1: You know what? He's like one of those guys when he misses his first shot, it really messes with his head the rest of the game.
0: Especially if he misses his first three shots. Or, oh,
1: yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Then, and... then you just take him out.
0: <laughs> All right. So, Vuce. Vuk against Whiteside.
1: Vuk, big time.
0: Whiteside has always had trouble against him, just even yeah. throughout the years in Miami. Yeah,
1: they're like the opposite. White Hassan, Hassan Whiteside has all this talent and, like, potential. And Vukovic, not that he doesn't have potential, but he's more skilled than he is potential. Right, right. right. And so he just sticks it to him.
0: Yeah, I see that. How about Aaron Gordon against Carmelo?
1: Oh Aaron Gordon. This is a great matchup for him.
0: He's playing some of his best basketball. Yo, I, right I now. hope
1: Carmelo ices his knees because he's gonna need to he's gonna need to be fresh against those knees on Aaron Gordon. Uh-huh. I hope he doesn't get dunked on.
0: Oh, that's going to happen at least once. Oh,
1: at least once. And then Trevor Ariza's like, how is he going to be useful in this well, game? This I is a tough you, game for I, it to, I bet
0: you Ariza ends up guarding Aaron Gordon, uh, to be honest. No,
1: because then he's just going to – He Aaron Gordon's just going to pound him in the post. No? I Wouldn't, mean, you, do will, Wouldn't would, you do that? Wouldn't you do that? That's a terrible matchup for him. Still, it's
0: going to be tough, like, jump fadeaways against Ariza's long arms once he backs him down.
1: I think there will be or a lot more little, in. like, power yeah, shots all right, all right, and, like, I near the basket shots. I, I, you know the the real, and I mean, man, it just it kills. Port- Portland's not going to make the playoffs. Pretty much, they've, they've, it's a sealed deal now, right? Uh,
0: like, they're still fighting when Damian Lillard's back. Yeah, but like,
1: li- the more games he misses, and is he, a big problem for them. It's
0: only supposed to be maybe one or two. And you
1: know, what, just, I'm just going to say this: he got hurt because they're overusing him.
0: That's p- definitely potentially the case. I like that. And point. and
1: and this team, this is definitely. Like the the them and the, the Trailblazers and the Spurs are two of the most disappointing teams this season. Especially the Trailblazers for just they they made the Western Conference finals last year and then they're not gonna make the playoffs. How pathetic is that? I mean, can we blame it on the loss of who was that small forward? Uh
0: Rodney Hood that Torres was that was that the injury that broke the camel's back, or was it just not having Nurk all season?
1: I'm gonna say Rodney Hood has been irrelevant his entire NBA <laughs> career. So, no, it's not relevant. Nurkic, Nurkic is is, is a big guy with six fouls. That's,
0: he's... He, he is putting up big numbers last year. That's what the... But Whiteside's putting up big numbers Yeah, this
1: year. yeah, I mean... He, he was putting up big numbers because he was getting big minutes,
0: right? <laughs> and he's a big body.
1: Yeah, and he's a big body, and he has six fouls.
0: And they throw it to him on the high post, and he kick it. He'd be the Draymond Green of that offense. He just kick it right back. To that the is a and they very,
1: very, very, very gracious thing to say about him.
0: Oh, I feel like Draymond deserves okay, okay. no respect. So
1: the 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 Nuggets, when they had Nurkic, what did they do? They traded him just to get him out of the way for, for Jokic. Jokic, right? Because who's a finding- much Better skilled basketball Can player. Can you imagine than
0: they kept them both and they just would both be putting up monsters? No, I history. totally
1: disagree though. I think, I totally disagree. I think, I think, you, for Nurkic is older than him too, so he had. He was just in the way. Nurkic was is not very. He's overrated. I feel like the Denver Nuggets
0: have had so many middle great players like Gallinari, Wilson. Sure, Chandler, sure, and like never, like, yeah. never when
1: they're playing their best basketball, too. Right, right. Yeah, you you, you might put um, Porter on that list too eventually. Oh yeah, I mean, I could easily see him not fitting in there and going to another team, some bottom feeder, just becoming an all star. Like I, it's
0: there, the potential. The potential's there.
1: there. He's he looks good sometimes. So
0: let's let's talk about what we started with CJ McCollum. He's been dropping like fifty plus fantasy points his last three games. Do you see another fifty fifty pointer for him?
1: I totally think this is going to be a big game for him. I, guys like McCollum, they do what they want when they want. With no Lillard, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he'll
0: be his yeah. show. But I mean, how about a
1: Gary Trent? Is this a game where you invest on in a Gary Trent? Eh, if you want, or an Anthony shot. Simmons? No, but you got a guy at the end of the at the end of your fantasy lineup, right? This is a this is a guy you, you want to consider. He had twenty points, fifteen points in the other game before that. I mean, he's getting the shot attempts, that's
0: for sure. So yeah. and he probably have to shoot more with uh, e- right. James Ennis guarding Carmelo Anthony. Yes.
1: Ennis. <laughs> All
0: right, let's go to the New York Knicks, who actually had Tyler Ennis last year. Right. Now they do not, and they're hosting the Houston Rockets, who actually had Tyler Ennis last year as well.
1: Right. So they, didn't didn't the Knicks have a, have a Ennis Cantor as well?
0: Oh at, wow! How about at that? At one point. Hey. And the Houston Rockets had. No, I'm just kidding. Anyways, <laughs> so Russell Westbrook, James Harden. They're both gonna play in this one. Are they both gonna put up triple doubles in this one?
1: Well, did we announce who we think's gonna win the Magic Portland oh, game? You're by right. the way, we, we got it. Sorry, f- sorry. I, I'm gonna say the Magic here.
0: I'm gonna say that Portland is not out of this game, and it's too close to tell. Are you kidding? The Magic are at home. But C.J. McCollum could really take over, and Whiteside. I know he's never done well against Boot, but what if now he's got this renowned confidence that he can maybe stop him a little bit. You're like, it's not enough. Orlando's you know what? This is a Mo Bamba
1: knowledge. game. Mo is going to take over and win the game. He <laughs> no, actually I'm just had kidding. a monster game. Yeah, man. Mo night. Bamba is going to be a great player. It's, it probably won't be on the Magic, though.
0: Yeah, probably not. But, but off the bench, he had a double-double of 15-10 for ball I mean,
1: quote me now. Write this down. Mo Bamba a, is a baller. Okay. It's just a matter of time. Wrote it down. We, 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 should, make a, we should make a gonna be great in three years list. Like with Michael Porter, Mo Bamba, like a starting five. And Kobe White. Yeah, Kobe White. Although Kobe White's kind of good now, so.
0: All right, so going back to this Houston game. So Westbrook Harden triple doubles Lock block it up send it to the bank?
1: Uh, Well, apparently triple-doubles are harder to come by than we've it's been true. like giving him credit for. But I mean, even
0: look at Westbrook the other I night. I think he has
1: 11 on the season, right? Yeah, but
0: look at Westbrook's numbers. But he's
1: so, they're so borderline. 9-8 with
0: 33 points. Right. You know, he's right there.
1: Six, I will say this. The best thing that ever happened to Russell Westbrook was getting rid of uh, Clint Capella because it's actually opened up holes from... The other thing is I think he's actually healthier than he's been all year. True. And his explosion and all that stuff is back. I mean, he's still making enough bricks to build a small house, but I think that's just part of his game. Yeah, you know,
0: he just got put up with it. Teams are really double-teaming James Harden early and making him give it up to Westbrook, and then letting Westbrook take that mid-range shot. And he's hitting enough of
1: them. Yeah, he's made a living off that too. The mid-range shot is. If he can't get to the basket, the mid range shot. Has they been, just leave it open for yeah, him. Yeah, and they it's dare him to shoot it's in. not it's not smart because he's pretty good at yeah, it. Yeah, he's he's, he's a, pretty good at it. I think the position. real strategy is get it out of those two guys' hands, and it's okay.
0: But then you're giving up wide open threes to Covington. Yeah, who would, would you rather live
1: with, Covington scoring thirty points, or Harden and Westbrook getting fifty on, by themselves? You know, like
0: they got they have a quota they have to hit yeah <laughs> yeah they
1: have they have to get 80 points to, together and yeah. then and then whoever else gets the ball after that doesn't matter
0: exactly all right let's turn our attention to the New York Knicks it seems like this small ball lineup that the rockets run should really help Julius Randle who's been the focal point of this offense do you see
1: Julius Randle balling up PJ Tucker Jeff Green Daniel House you know what? I don't. PJ Tucker playing center and Randall is an undersized big man. It actually, this leads to a Tucker. This is like why they have yeah. Tucker at center yeah. for these matches because because guys like Julius Randall, he can actually win against. So
0: it sounds like blowout then if Randall's not going. This do game is thing.
1: is going to be ugly. The Knicks have been pathetic all year. So what else is going to Bob, change? Bobby
0: Portis maybe is a dark horse sleeper off the bench with 15 shot attempts.
1: I mean, yeah, also Taj Gibson. I mean, take your pick between the three of them. Well,
0: I mean, Taj will play like five minutes and they'll realize they're out of the game and just quit.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's really hard to invest in any Knicks players these days. I think that you got to – you want to take one, you got to look at R.J. Barrett, maybe Alfred Payton because, I mean, someone's got to dribble the ball up the court and shoot some outside shots, right? And be guarded by James Harden. Their, their lineup is so bad. It's – you, you know, and they're they're not even playing Trier anymore. And he was like the the or and like Kevin Knox isn't getting major minutes. Like Mo Harkless is starting over him. What are they doing? Did they're you, gonna ruin Kevin Knox, for that matter. Did you
0: know the Knicks had an offer last year for Anthony Davis for Kevin Knox and Mitchell Robinson in the first round pick for Anthony Davis, and they said no?
1: Yeah, I did know that. And you know what? Shame on them.
0: <laughs> now they're not even playing Knox.
1: You know they they you know. Like, the way they force the Clippers owner out, they should force—like, Donald Sterling. Yeah. And I know he said some racy things, but at the end of the day, they should just force James Dolan out. He, he's ruining one of the marquee franchises in the NBA and has been now for almost 20 years. Yeah. You, you, there should be a rule where the, if you're the worst team for, for more than a decade, you have to—there's, there's like, a forced sale of the team. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm serious. It, it, it only holds the NBA back. Maybe. I mean, it's the Knicks too. It's the it's the New York franchise. It's. The- they literally moved the Nets into New York because the Knicks have been so bad for so long Yeah, now. and the
0: Nets are now the team of New York, it seems like.
1: Yes, because, I mean, and even they, they...
0: Next, year, like, next year, for sure, they will be with Kyrie, and Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. yeah,
1: and just like Golden State, next year, baby. Next year. Next By year. the way,
0: let's touch on this for the last topic of the show. Uh, Draymond Green, you know, he's been playing with the Warriors. They've been horrible with him, right? Just absolutely horrible, there's still talk of Draymond Green potential Hall of
1: Famer. Do you buy it? Oh, uh, that's a good that's an interesting topic there. Um, I mean, kinda. I mean He can't do
0: it on his own though.
1: Yeah, but that's not why he's great. He he's great because he does the little things. I you know what? I just talked myself out of it. Nope, he's not a Hall of Famer.
0: And that's how we'll end Beast the Odds. I'm Muntredamus. That was Joel Israel. We're going to be back every night this week. Beast the Odds. Beast the Odds. Beast the Odds.